0: Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real.
1: Uh. What up, though? What up, though? Happy 9-11.
2: Happy nine eleven. <laughs> this nigga, boy. I was, I've been waiting to say that shit all. Happy nine eleven. piece of shit. Let me just go. Happy nine
1: eleven.
2: Yeah, welcome back to episode two hundred seven of the What Up Though no podcast. And if we don't have any more podcasts after today, you know why? <laughs> it's because of me. Eighteen years. Hey, I couldn't do it today, dog. Like you know, every year it's the same thing. It's the same reflections on and I was, I just couldn't do it today. That was
1: just I wasn't I refuse. I mean, I feel like even if you're somebody who's um who has a closer tie to 911, at some point you're going to stop acknowledging that shit. Like who needs to revisit that shit every year? Like just, you know, we can acknowledge like, hey, this is the day of whatever and just keep it moving. Like what what are we going to do? Like I, nope. I went outside. No one's today. gonna let us forget and forget 9-11. Uh, never. And never. And I went outside today and there was like a like a procession going through uh like down Woodward and around Campus Marshes. And I'm just kind of like It's like part of me gets it, but then part of me is like, okay, it's been 18 years. Like it's if this is the 20th anniversary, okay, I get it. But it's like it's the 18 year anniversary of the shit. Like, just like, look, like,
2: just like, acknowledge what do
1: you do it with, on TV or something and be done. what do done
2: you with do it? At, the, at the 19th year? Like, I mean, and what happens at the 20th? Do you do this big ass celebration? Like, does someone go bring out a cake with two towers? Like, I, I it's just too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> it's a too cake much. with two towers, though. <laughs> it's just really too much, man. <laughs> right. Slice it from the base. <laughs> yeah, it's just really too much dude. And I just I don't know. You know, it's it's, it's never it's, it's never a light moment with that, you know what I mean? You know, we have our laughs and stuff, but it's like it's only because people are just going too far with it. And it just seems like if I see it on the news at the, be, at the beginning of the day and I don't see it for the rest of the day, man, I'm okay with
1: that. Did it's you did much. you say did you say welcome back to the 200th whatever fucking episode? I, I know. I, okay, I'm like I know. I interrupted with like happy nine eleven, but yeah, I, I didn't know if you did. Nah, what yeah, episode is it? Two oh seven. Two oh seven or two oh six. Two oh seven. Pretty sure two oh seven. Two oh seven. Yeah, man. So um, I've been talking with um, a few other podcasts online, and I'm thinking about it might be time for us to do like a Patreon, because okay. now, because now at this point. I have a whole lot of ideas for other podcast episodes, and they don't have to be like unique podcasts. Like, let me start this different podcast. It can just be they no. can be Patreon episodes, no. like Delvin does.
2: No, uh, and I've I've always been for that. Like everything we can do can be under the umbrella of the What Up Dope podcast. It's just right. whatever that is, whether and even if I'm not on it, you know, it's it's still under our umbrella of the What Up Dope podcast. So I don't see no need to actually start anything new, necessarily. it will just be kind of like the few episodes you did. What? What? Uh, fuck! You did a few episodes. Um, yeah, like
1: reviewing reviewing Game of Thrones episodes.
3: Yeah,
2: like, yeah, You know,
1: not not a big deal. But like, I couldn't think of anything that I would want to do. Like, like, what are we? What are we going to do for like? I, we've had this conversation several times. Like, what? What? If we did a Patreon, what would it be? What would we provide the people who subscribe to it? And I didn't have anything. But now I'm like, I've got so many ideas. Now that we do it remotely, I was like, I could do, I was talking to uh, Curtis from the Bearded Idiots because I was listening to um, not their most recent episode, but the one before that. So I think their most recent is uh, 66. I was listening to 65. And they started talking about UFC and shit. So I messaged them. I was like, yo, y'all watch UFC? And Curtis was like, yeah, you know, I fuck with the heavy. Like, I watch it. And we started DMing each other, and I was, and basically, me and Curtis was like, we could record like UFC podcasts. like, because he said he has a whole different podcast, uh, uh, feed that he was gonna start with his wife, and he was like, yeah, we were already talking about doing UFC shit, so you can hop up on that, and I was like, that sounds like perfect, like, one, that sounds like a great podcast, but it also sounds like perfect, uh, Patreon material. So like just do like a UFC shit because I'm like I watch every fucking event and just listening to episode sixty five I could tell that he watches the shit too. Okay. So yeah, we're mentioning like yo we could talk we could talk about previews and uh you know previewing events, uh making uh like predictions on what we think is gonna happen and have like a companion podcast like Joe Rogan does like just have like okay this is gonna be the UFC one and then we have our regular one and just put it on a Patreon. So I'm thinking we could probably we could possibly do that, and then like, I know I've been heavy into I've been wanting forever to do like TV and movie based podcast, mm-hmm. and I know I, I I when I put the feelers out there on Twitter to see if anybody would be interested in doing like a uh, like an MCU kind of pod not a podcast but like an episode just like talking about my favorite scenes like moments because everybody talks about their favorite movies but like talking about favorite moments. I got pretty good feedback on people who would be down to do that, too, which included uh, Kelly from Bearded Idiots. So, like, Kelly is down. Um, Sean from uh, ETMF and Games We Don't Play, he was down. And I think there was another person who was down, too. So I feel like that could be Patreon shit. So I'm thinking about um, trying to figure out a way to get that popping. But I just don't know how to um, make an entirely separate feed that's just for Patreons. That's what I don't really I don't really know how that. Well, works Well, that's what out.
2: we probably just had to talk talk with Delvin because I wonder if it uploads to Patreon. My thought, yeah, I don't know, upload straight to Patreon. So instead of how we do the upload to the Though Podcast through we'll SoundCloud, but then at some point, I mean, this is all logistics. We don't have to explain to talk to the to listeners, but um, I wonder if you have to upload it to Patreon and then once it becomes you know where it's actually free or do you just keep it as a Patreon
1: episode? Can you hear that thunder? Uh Vaguely. I didn't hear too much of it. Okay, so good. So, won't uh, nobody else pick it up? But at the end of the day, who gives a shit? Yeah, there's thunder in the background because it's raining. Fuck you. Who cares? I mean, we've had crickets for like 87
2: episodes so, I mean, I'm sure they'll be Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The sound quality at this point is pretty solid. So, if you're going to complain about faint ass fucking uh thunder in the background, suck dick. We're good.
2: Yeah, that, that, I, I I feel like that would be okay.
1: Yeah, that'll be fine. So, what's going on with you? How's your uh We haven't actually had a a us episode in 2 weeks cuz the one before that we did with the Hearthcast So, um we haven't had a uh, our own solo dolo episode in 2 weeks, so uh what's been going on with you anything to talk about and discuss
2: man work's just been a bitch man i'm just waiting on vacation uh that's what i live for now just fucking vacation and shit dude we got uh roughly a month before we go to uh italy so i'm just kind of on that right now uh tomorrow will be my third year at the job time has flew past dude
1: yeah just make sure when you go to italy that every time you talk you touch your index finger to your thumb and like an okay sign, but like turn it upside down and just talk like that
0: and just talk in an
1: accent and just say Italian words like spaghetti and pizza and you know, Super Mario. You like do that shit. I I want to be like a
2: homeboy and glorious bastards with that horrible ass accent and shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that shit, man. I mean, as I have mentioned probably before, Never looking forward to the flight, but I'm looking forward to uh to the trip. Um, I've been having like the worst road rage lately. Like people have really been, and I think it's it's not think it's coincidental to school starting back. Like motherfuckers are tripping,
1: dude, tripping. I don't know why. Once school starts back up traffic doesn't just get worse but it gets more uh like there's more volume like there's more cars out there and I'm like it can't be the case that everybody else is off when the kids is off like we adults like we gotta go to- we don't get summer break like why is there why is it slow down in the summer and then pick up all
2: that that you got people who may not work or starting and then taking their kids to school I don't know what the fuck but I know I you can get- see that but not a lot of people but it's a' it's, it's ironic that school starts and then traffic gets stupider
1: like it's just really ridiculous dog really yeah. fucking ridiculous this week has been real bad for me like going to work it's been it's been rough can you yeah. hear me okay i got my mic to the side a little bit normally no, are you good. okay uh that's
2: like my wife she when she was driving downtown she says that shit's been atrocious
1: yeah it's been real bad it's been real. Like my route, because I'm so. I mean, I'm from here. I live here, so I know all the streets. I know all the back back streets I can take to get to where I wanna be. So I can still get downtown in a timely fashion. But if you're somebody from the burbs, and you're just like, yo, I just need to take, I just need to take the lodge straight downtown. Like you are fucked. Like <laughs> nah. like ninety six, going downtown. when you hit like uh when people wanna uh hop on seventy five? Man, when people want to hop on 75, that shit is so bad. Like 96 to get on 75 is backed up for like maybe like a good mile just to get on there. It's it's real bad. So I'm glad I don't, I, I'm glad that I'm knowledgeable enough to know where to go that I don't have to fucking sit in that shit. Yeah, that shit's trash.
2: I, I remember when I used to work in Arbor Hills, which is, uh, for those who listen uh, don't know, it's north of Detroit. Traffic will be cool going that way.
1: Way to the fuck. Then I'll be going course.
2: against traffic, huh? No, I said yeah, way to the fuck fuck course.
1: Course. Right. Um,
2: but it, it must be passing, man, because it didn't rain pretty good over my hood, so it must be coming your way.
1: No, I took I took one of my headphone earpieces off, and I can now I can hear the rain hitting the top of the tent. I don't know if you can hear it, but. I can hear it hitting the top of the it's tent. Ever,
2: it's ever so faintly. I I it's nothing that's that's
1: distracting or any crazy shit. So well, yeah. If if any of our listeners got a problem with hearing uh the rain pitter pattering on the top of my tent, you can suck my dick. We're good. Don't worry well, about it. I don't it. think I, I
2: think of all the random noises we've had over the years in our podcast, that can't be the the straw that breaks the camel's back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. We got our sound straight after two hundred and five episodes. So <laughs> we got we got two Two and now three very solid sounding episodes. So, if you got a problem with like a faint pitter patter of rain, like, yeah, fuck off. We're good. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure they're good. But, yeah, man, work just been kind of crazy. Um, like, not that I'm willing to take off, but I can't take off for like two weeks. Why? Oh, because my lead is on vacation. Uh, and so, my uh, two person department of engineering is one, which is me. <laughs> so that's why I'm for sure taking off that Monday after the soccer event. I just need to put
1: it in. Yeah, I got I told you earlier off mic, but. Um, I got fucked right I had the day off. Uh, so for those that know, for those who don't know, our second favorite cigar purveyor is um, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, which is uh, run by Steve Saka. And he's going to be here in Detroit on uh, Sunday, the 29th. Uh, last time he was here this time last year um he was at secreto in ferndale and they shut the shit down like um i went there i didn't have tickets to the event but i went to the lounge and i you know i just went in just to you know fucking see what's going on and i'm seeing them in the back room with Sokka having a good time drinking he's talking about cigars i'm just sitting outside just like like a. Uh, um like that Chris Brown shit. Like how you how you hating from the outside. You can't even get in. <laughs> I was sitting there like, oh man, this sucks. And um, I still met Saka that night because he he came out of the back room. He was still cool, but I was like, man, this shit was dope. And I found out after the fact that they were there until four o'clock in the morning, drinking, smoking, talking shit. So when they came up this year, I was like, yo, I'm going. Like fuck it, I'm there. And I, I'm like, I will be there till four o'clock in the morning with y'all too. And then I took the Monday, the 30th off work and then I was off work. um, So we're recording right now. It's Wednesday at 940 Eastern p.m. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to take off time in September from work to just kind of like decompress and chill. I'm going through training for FHA loans like I I work at a mortgage company and I was like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm trained on FHA I can get my DE, which is a certification, gets me more money, gets me more knowledge, et cetera. I, I want to do that shit. So I plan my time off around when this training was supposed to take place. And I scheduled the training like me and another leader in my in my business area, we scheduled the training. So I'm like, I'm going to take the time off that uh, around the training. So that way I'm, I'm going to be there for the shit. When I went back to work on Tuesday, I had Monday off and then I had Thursday and Friday of the previous week off. When I went back to work on Tuesday, which was yesterday for us, like, for y'all who listen, it, it'll be two days ago, but for, for me right now, it was yesterday. I found out that the portion of the training got moved to the week of the 30th, and I can't fucking miss it. And like I said, this yeah, to get certification yeah, yeah. and to get extra money, so I'm not gonna not go. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta cancel gotta be that a time time
2: the that Monday.
1: Yeah, I, just, I gotta cancel time off, but I also was like, yo, I, I told... I told the person who we've been scheduling trainings with, I was like, look, I scheduled my time off around this training. Now the training got moved. This is going to cost me like two hundred dollars to go to this event. I'm not going to not go. So if I got to go and I got to spend two hundred dollars and I'm going to be there till four o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to be like, oh, I got to go to work. So I got to leave at 11. I'm going to be there till four o'clock. If that's when everybody is there, i am gonna be there till four o'clock and I'll be in that training on Monday morning. Dead, dead. I'll, I'll I'll be hungover, sleep deprived, all that shit. But I'm like, fuck it, y'all gonna deal. Because like, we moved that training several times to accommodate people, and then uh, the fact that it got moved while I was out irritated me. So I was like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be hungover on Monday, Monday the 30th. And fuck it, you gonna fucking deal. And Whatever. and I'm and I'm just upset now that.
2: It's actually the thirtieth, and somehow reason I thought it was the twenty-third that Monday. So now it's another week that I gotta wait even for that. I don't know why I was thinking it was the weekend of the twenty-second. Now I'm pissed because I'm like, fuck! I really want to take a day off, and I really can't. But I might take a day off before that too, though. But it's hard because I got a week, a week or so off in October for our uh, Italy trip. So I don't know, but yeah. So three years next, three years tomorrow marks that, and so. Hopefully, I get a, some more vacation time, and maybe a little bump in pay would be awesome. But I was trying to figure out a cool, a cool drink, a cool bottle to buy for my three-year anniversary. Not sure what I want to try though. Try to get. About to say, what did you have in mind? I didn't. I just was just thinking of maybe buying something cool. But tomorrow, I I thought this is all in thinking that I would actually just be home after work, but. I'm gonna go down to the L Club because uh Black Milk is performing and our uh pie pre- uh previous podcast guest, Mr. Monotone, is uh doing is opening up the uh yeah. doing the DJing for it. So I'm gonna go down there and check him out and check out the show. He opened la he did DJ opening. I don't even want to call it DJ opening, but yeah. <laughs> he he DJ before the uh the show. I think it was last year or the year before at the same place. So uh whole bunch of fun on a Thursday. So I'm gonna check that out. And then I'm ch- that's a crazy weekend. Saturday uh DJ Premier is going to be down in Eastern Market. What? Yeah. yeah. Saturday? This upcoming Saturday. Oh, shit. For what? Uh it's it's you know, it's a series called Murals in the Park.
1: What in the stock- park? Murals. Oh, murals. Okay.
2: Yeah. And I think it starts on Friday and it goes a week, but part of that is Saturday where they got a couple of DJs. So I know they got uh, Primo. It's a couple of DJs I'm not familiar. I know House Shoes is going to be there, and I know House Shoes is actually DJing at McGee's that night. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that starts at like four in the afternoon and goes until whenever. So I'm probably going to be
1: downtown. At some point Saturday afternoon until the evening. So, I'm trying to see how much time I got off, but it's not working in the in the iPhone app that I have. But I Wait. have probably I was just trying to see just like how much time I have off just to to gauge um, what my capabilities are. I mean, I'm I'm good. I got probably about somewhere in the realm of six weeks. So. I mean, I don't know why I'm being so nitpicky, because I'm like, six weeks is a long-ass time, but...
2: I'm like, dude, nope, I'm trying to get my third week of vacation, uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I got about six weeks. You sound just like my wife,
1: assholes. <laughs> and my shit accumulates fast. I get like a, I get over a day every pay period. Yeah, my and my wife, she has some
2: crazy six, seven weeks of vacation, and... And she works from home three days a week, so some days she don't even have to even take off. She just does the shit when she works from home. I'm like
1: I man, I just don't. It's just harder for me to be efficient if I'm not a, if I'm not in the office. But
2: well, I mean, I think part of that maybe is because we don't have small ones. Mm-hmm. So I think it that helps a ton. Um, I think if we had small kids or something, it'd probably be a little more difficult. Um, but yeah, you got like the. The Brady Bunch and shit over there. <laughs>
1: I have that many kids. Are bro. you guys Are you guys having any more? Um, we haven't talked about it. I'm. Okay, I ain't gonna put you on the spot. I'm indifferent. No, I mean, I'm I'm indifferent. Like, I, I I don't really have a a feeling one way or the other. I don't particularly care. Um, I think I feel like we're good, but at still at the end of the day, my wife doesn't have a son by me, so she might want to have another but like pregnancies are hard like they you know it's hard on a woman uh giving birth is hard on a woman and and it's and, hard
2: you know you you're there don't know, and you there. don't got that you don't got that check mark to see which one you're gonna have so mm-hmm. you fuck around to have another girl it's like okay uh
1: so yeah we got a few of them now um, right that's how my homeboy ended up with four because he had two boys his wife wanted a daughter and they kept trying and they ended up with twins and she got the daughter because the twins was one boy and one girl. So she got the daughter, but she went from two to four. They went from two to four instantly, and that so was that was you, suck for me. The to, uh, to so go from three yeah, to five. So I was about to <laughs> say you have you have
2: that situation where you go for another kid and hopes to get one sex, and you get two kids, but you do get that one sex. But it's like, are you looking you at the other? You might
1: not even get the two. <laughs> I mean, well, you might not even get the the one that you want.
2: But well, like, I might but end I said, up with.
1: Two girls, for all I know
2: in their, in their situation they lucked up and one of them was and one wasn't, but then you got two more kids, one more than you were expecting, so you got mm-hmm. that situation, or you just say you're going for a boy and you have a girl, like are you like side eyeing her for like the rest of her life and shit? Like, damn, you should have been a boy.
1: Right. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know how she feels about it. We haven't talked about it yet because, like I said, our our newest baby is five months old, so um we haven't really had too much talk about kids, but. Um, I, I'm indifferent, but at the same time, uh, watching her, it's so like when my son's mom gave birth, unique experience, but she had, uh, she ended up having a C-section. Like it wasn't planned. It was just like what happened in the room. So it was like, she started right. going to labor and it was like, Oh, now we got to snatch him up out of here. And it was like, okay, this was. You know, it, it was what it was. Right. So it was like they did that. They got him out of there. And it that was that. But like watching my wife give birth naturally twice was uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I don't know. I personally would not want her to go through that again. It was a it was a lot to deal with for me just as a casual observer like for her as a person it was a lot so i'm like do i really want her to have to go through that a third time so it's re- it's it's entirely up to her like i don't care cuz i mean it ain't it ain't going to come out of me so it's going to be me playing the playing the sideline again if she's down with doing it again on the chance of getting a boy hey hey i'm i'm down but i mean i don't know if she <clears throat> I don't know
2: if she wants to go through that with your useless ass nipples and shit so <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, that's
2: one of the most uh, hilarious cartoons uh, I've ever seen on 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 social media.
1: And it's 100% factual. That's exactly <laughs> how the shit is. Exactly. My ass be knocked out and she got she just be breastfeeding throughout the course of the night. And I like, say I I don't want her to have to go through that again. If she wants to go through it, um that's fine. I'm I'm down to uh, donate dick. I'm, I'm down. But <laughs> if if she if she doesn't want to go through that anymore, I'm good. I'm good where we at. So um, now does it's, it's entirely up to her.
2: Do, do do you guys incorporate like when you're thinking about extra, you know, more kids and stuff, the uh, the whole financial
1: aspect of it because it is costly. Um. Not right now, we probably would if we thought about a third, but, or a fourth or whatever. but um, I I mean, we, we, we make good money. She, uh, we're both um, for the purposes of, of, of using a term that's recognizable to everybody. We're both supervisors at our business. So um, we, we make decent amount of money, but daycare is so wildly expensive that it's still something to think about and discuss. It's like, if we had a kid, if we just had, like, so my son is 11, so he's pretty self-sufficient. Like, it's 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 not... Financially, he's not a burden at all. And then also, any finances that apply to him are split between me and his mom. Mm-hmm. But for us, um, our two kids, like, they are obviously all on us. And then, like, she has to she has to consider like, okay, do I want to deal with all the things that we're dealing with now? Um, Financially, I think right now at this moment, um, having a third would be an issue financially just because like it's, it's daycare is so wildly expensive. Now, after my oldest daughter, the three-year-old, once she goes to like regular school and we don't have to pay for daycare, then I think it's probably right, yeah. back on the table financially, but a third, a third kid in daycare, I, I I'm confident in saying that's off the table. We can't, can't <laughs> pay that; it's too much. Like who yeah, pays three grand in daycare? Like three grand? Like two grand right now is what we pay, and it's ridiculous. Like, no, we're not. Like, like right now, three grand is off the table. But once Victoria moves into a place where we don't have to pay for daycare anymore, I can see that happening. But I don't want to be the old dad.
2: I just. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because that's kind of a a reason that me and my wife decided not to have a kid. Because we tried when we've been married, it would be five years in October. And we've tried since we got married and we couldn't. And we decided to just not try anymore. So it's like, we were thinking like, man, we, we potentially had a kid and he's born next year. We're both 40. Kid graduates high school. We're like 56 57 or some shit 58 nigga <laughs> yeah you know uh kid graduates college we're in our 60s you know that's just a lot dude
1: yeah i don't i don't want to be the old dad like when i was in high school uh my parents were like in their 40s and that's a that to me like that seems like decent i had a a, a friend when i was in high school his dad was like a, his dad was like in his like mid 60s or some shit I don't want to be a mid-60s dad to a high schooler. Like, if I have, at 40, you have a kid, they're going to be 18. When they're 18, you're still 58. Like, I feel like that's feasible. So, like, you know, they're in high school, like, you know, 15 years old, and you're 55. I feel like that's respectable. But that's, like, the high end. I don't want to be the old dad. Like, like I'm old enough to be a grandparent. And and that's what I, I would be a grandparent, probably. Like, I mean... My son is eleven, like he could be he could be a dad in ten years mm-hmm. or le- i mean less but like ideally he would yeah, be a right, dad right, right. in more than ten years but that that's a lot you know still really young, and it's like in high school like I don't want to be an old grandparent ass dad like <laughs> I don't want to do that no, i no, mean I, I just we, we my age.
2: That was a factor we considered and I was just like, eh. And I think for her is that, you know, she wanted you know, I have a stepson, but she wanted to, you know, have us have a kid. And like I say, we tried and it didn't work out. And I'm like, I don't have to. Like, you know, I don't I know for, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's a natural progression of, you know, they get married, let's have kids. I want to have kids. For me, it was just, you know, if it happened, it did. But if it didn't, I was okay with it. Like, I got niece and nephews, and, and I'm okay with that. So I could pick their asses up, keep them for a weekend, drop their asses back off, and I get my feel. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I, I feel like that, sh- that could work for you just because, like, for me, my whole thing on having kids was I, I mean, obviously I want my bloodline to continue. Uh-uh. So right now my brother is um seven years younger than me. So he's thirty right now. He doesn't have Is he even considered? For instance, like he don't ha- like he don't have kids at all. Uh I don't know. He has a gr- he has a, a long term girlfriend, but he doesn't have any kids or anything like that. He's not married. Like and and he wasn't even a factor like when i when my son was born i was 20 uh, 26 like i'm 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 for me i'm thinking about my own bloodline like i want to have a little version of me who can carry on my bloodline um right now i have that but if i let's say for instance i didn't um that was important to me i don't want my bloodline to die off with me so like that's what that that would be my question to you is like well, it would have been my question to you would be like, how would you feel about not being able to carry in your bloodline? Like you already had your brother's kid, you know, whatever. So your 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 bloodline is gonna continue regardless. But I'm uh, like, fuck that goddamn bloodline.
2: Nah, um it, it didn't really factor in. Uh I didn't even really think about it. I mean it crossed my mind. But what if but, you, you didn't know, know?
1: What if you had no nieces and nephews?
2: That may that may have been a factor in doing it. That may yeah, have been it, a factor.
1: I, I don't want my but, bloodline to end with me
2: but you know like i like i mentioned before we tried like unsuccessfully so it's like even if you know something happened we would have had to do some extra shit to try to make it happen so you know it worked out. i think it's going to work out for the best anyway so <sighs> yeah um so that's that uh other than that, ain't shit. Shit, was popping. Um, I know we got a, a few emails, uh, so we can get those popping if you're ready.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, well. Actually, before we delve into that, okay. um, I was wondering too. Um. Fuck. We were just talking about uh, kids and shit. Cause I had a thought and I lost it. Um. <laughs> I'm man. I'm so fucking scatterbrained, man. Um. Oh. I was talking about. Uh, I was thinking about. I'm sorry. I was thinking about um, us having a Patreon, right? So, um, a lot of other podcasts we fuck with got Patreons, and I was thinking like, we should have a Patreon. But I didn't know what we could offer listeners that would be of value. And then now, since we got this remote, um, these remote podcasts popping off, and we can link up with other podcasts who we fuck with, I was like, you know, maybe we could have you know some some other shit going on on the side. So, not on the side, that sounds weird, but like, you know, we <laughs> like could. A, a side chick to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, it, it sounded weird, but like, we could have other things going on. And I've been talking to um, a couple of other podcasts we fuck with, like talking to um, uh, Baylor, been talking to um, uh, Chaffee from Games We Don't Play, uh, been talking to the Bearded Idiots, all that shit. And now I feel like we can actually do a Patreon, so I kind of wanted to put it out here as a feeler just now for people who listen to just the idea of having um, other podcasts on our feed that people might fuck with, so um, right now I'm entertaining the idea and and entering into discussions to have like a um, uh, MMA podcast with um, somebody from the Beater Idiots where we would just kind of, like, talk about or preview um, upcoming UFC pay-per-views or events and, you know, just, like, preview the shit, talk about, um, you know, predictions and shit like that and have kind of, like, a companion podcast of this one where it's, like, okay, our main feed is this, obviously, and then, you know, we could have a Patreon and then drop episodes where uh, we, whether that's... Uh, me you and someone else or just me and someone else just like talking about UFC and shit like that and then uh, you know hopping on um, all the podcasts that Delvin does for his Patreon listeners and then maybe sharing that not the feed but like sharing that episode so like you know we I hop on with Delvin and we do like a uh, whatever the fuck or both of us hop on with Delvin and we talk about whatever the fuck and we both have the file and then he shares it to his shit. We share it to our shit. You know, I, I feel like the, I feel like the world is our oyster at this point, as far as like having extra shit that we have put on the what up though feed that might appeal to uh, some of our listeners for just you know different content. And yeah, at this point, sure. at two hundred plus episodes in, like we're seasoned. Like the shit sounds good. Uh, shit's very natural. Like it, it be I mean, a, yeah. it be a good at move. This point, maybe 100
2: in shit. I mean, we kind of knew what we were doing with this shit and with so many podcasts starting and so forth, you know, I think we have an edge on a lot of them just on being able to provide constant quality content and with, you know, being remotely now we're doing now can add, you know, the whole guest factor, which is going to be pretty dope. I I have ideas of some folks, you know, That I would definitely love to have do some like random, like I've always thought about wanting to do like random
1: interviews of people and shit. So it'd be dope. And I've been thinking about um, different areas of entertainment. So like we do our shit, we just talk about, we just talk about whatever. Like we just shoot the shit and it's just like two niggas talking, you know, whatever. It's cool. And I fuck with that. And I feel like that is our bread and butter. Like even if we don't have too many listeners, I feel like what we do right now is solid. I want to have possibly open that up to other areas of podcasting. So, for instance, if I hop on with Bearded Idiots, right, or with Curtis from Bearded Idiots, and we have an MMA or UFC kind of like spinoff that we put on a What Up Though feed. Cool. And then uh, we know Baylor is heavy into sports, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Both of us are heavy into sports. Why we can't hop on, you know, some shit with Baylor and talk about, uh, you know the NFL or talk about the NBA or whatever the fuck you know get get some uh sports shit popping off. So I mean I, I'm not um I'm not fucking with the NFL this season, but I'm still I'm I'm still down to like talk about it in a way of like are we gonna go like play by play like oh this game and this or that whatever. But no, but Probably we can not. Talk, we can Even still talk about Talk
2: about it. I wouldn't want to go play by play for the for that any anyway. So.
1: Yeah, but I, I i mean, I'm sure both of us will still be aware of shit that's happening in the NFL. Like, we can't escape it. We're on Twitter. We get push notifications on our phones, all that kind of shit. So, like, I might not watch it. I might not go to games. But if I, like, for instance, I am i didn't watch it at all. But I, I'm pretty aware of what happened with the Lions this past weekend. Like, if we hop on, you know, a podcast with Baylor or some of his uh sports peeps and talk about, um, you know, whatever week of the nfl season or whatever week of the nba or baseball or even hockey whatever you're like i'm, I'm down to do that i'm down to Man. have a spinoff for movies and tv like all that shit i'm down
2: Man, let me tell you after not watching football for a year or so football games are long as
1: fuck dude
2: <laughs> Dude, i was in my garage watching the last game i'm like god damn this shit is long as hell
1: Hey, you watch the Lions game, Uncle long. Ruckus. You done sold out? <laughs> yeah, I watch the Lions game. Oh, uh, you Uncle like, Ruckus ass nigga. No, well, but no, it, I, I'm not faulting nobody for watching it, honestly. Like, um, well, I, 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 well, I kind of do, but I kind of don't.
2: I had a couple of thoughts with the whole, with with a lot of stuff in the NFL. And, like, I've seen a lot of, uh, like, uh, wasn't the player that was in the lawsuit with, with Kaepernick?
3: uh I don't remember
2: Reed. Uh but he plays for the Eric Reed? Eric Reed. So Eric Reed plays for uh the Panthers, I think. And then you've had uh Larry Johnson who I believe he played. he plays for uh uh the Chiefs and they've been very vocal about Jay Z and Kaepernick and stuff like that. And what really bu- really bugs me about like especially like Eric Reed, like Eric Reed was in the lawsuit with Kaepernick. He he ended up uh, settling for an agreement. He came back to play, and he's so against the stuff that goes in the NFL. And I'm just like, why the fuck are you still in? Well, I know why you're in the NFL, but it's like,
1: but why no, are you still really the like, in like the why? NFL? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it's like you know you you. You care, you you supposedly care enough about you know the fucked up shit that the NFL has done, and you know you have all these strong opinions, and you're mad at Jay Z for essentially making some making some money with the NFL, but you're still gonna check every fucking week from the NFL. Like, what are you proving? And that shit really bugs me tonight. I don't know. I mean. I don't have no you know, last year, you know, I again I would you I didn't watch and then this year I didn't feel it as much. But I kept just looking like, man, I don't understand how a player can have so much fought against NFL, especially being in a suit in a lawsuit with them, and still plays and still get mad at someone else making money potentially in the NFL when you're making money in the NFL. It's not now, if Eric Reed decided not to play football again, and he was totally against the NFL, I would totally get his stance. But I just don't understand it, and I really, I would love to have a conversation with some folks to to get some other opinions
1: and understanding of how, how how does that work? So, are, are you gonna watch this year like fully? I probably mostly just watch the Lions games if I do. Um, so, how do you how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel any kind of way like? Any kind of guilt, or are you good with it? Like, and if you're good with it, why? Well, and if you're if I, not good with it, why? I don't know if I
2: feel guilty more. I feel like that, that, that there are still crazy injustices in the fact that Kaepernick is not is still able to play, but I feel like it was it, it possibly could have been by design because at this point, it's not about more Kaepernick not you know, being shunned from the NFL, it's just at this point, he hasn't played in like two or three years. Like any player that hasn't played in two years, probably two or three years or however been, probably wouldn't have a chance to get back in the NFL no matter what. So I wonder now if it's just the fact that he's been out so long, is that the excuse? But strangely, I don't really have the guilt. Like last year, like I would be out in the garage and I would flip past a game and I'm like, no, what I can't watch this shit. And I would, almost feel guilt for even seeing some of it. I guess they kind of lessen and I'm not exactly sure uh, why I don't feel the same way. I mean, I still feel that, you know, they're still doing some fuck shit, but I don't know. I do think, I guess the guilt is lessened. I don't know.
1: I think it's lessened because um, they haven't done anything to invigorate it. Like, you kind of gotta live in a spot where you're still hanging on to the old shit because, like, nothing new is happened to make you feel like, yo, fuck them. And for me, um, I guess if if nothing had happened at all, I'd probably still be down. I'd probably would resume resume watching it. But the the whole situation with um, uh, Antonio Brown and then. what was the other thing? Uh, there's something else that bothered me. Um,
2: well, how you on that? What
1: was the issue? What was the issue with Antonio Brown that bothered you? It was no, it wasn't. It wasn't really so much Antonio Brown, but it was his specific situation. It was just like the fact that his situation got so big. I looked at it and I was kind of like, I just don't care. Like.
3: Yeah, like to I, me, I, I was kind of
1: like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. Like, because I feel like that shit was made so big, but at the end of the day, I looked at it like this shit is irrelevant to me. Like, I feel like there's so there's so so much bigger issues with the NFL that the fact that 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 shit popped off so much, it just kind of made me feel like, man, we are making a big deal out of Antonio Brown supposedly, you know, orchestra- orchestrating this whole this whole situation that he's dealing with, and I'm sitting here like, yeah, Antonio Brown, maybe he anti- maybe he anticipated this and he orchestrated this whole thing, but at the end of the day, like they're still they're still being fuck shit because, like, I look at the it was oh I remember the other point was it was the, the Jay Z shit that's what bothered me about it like. I feel like they looked at it like, okay, if we if we loop in Jay Z, the niggas will get back on, and like that bothers me, like because it feels so. It feels like they're trying to like appeal to like the lowest denominator of, of fans, like like yo, we had a whole lot of people who said they wasn't gonna fuck with us no more because of the whole Kaepernick shit. So if we loop in Jay Z, we can bring back black people. Into watching NFL, and I'm like, the Jay Z shit, man. Like he's, I don't feel good about it at all, man. I feel like he's just not, he's just not doing what's right. And the, do you think
2: I, it? Do you I think, think if, if that would make they us? They decided to, to do some. Go, do you go think ahead. If they tried to do some. Because I mean, ultimately, what we want, a lot of people want at least, is. To NFL to you know maybe acknowledge that they've been fuck shit and to make mo- to make strides to not be what they are. So, uh-huh. what do you think? Do you think people would accept it better if they would have did things, not Jay Z included, to make it sound like they were using him to pull people in to show that they're making
1: changes to the to the the way they've been? Yeah, I felt like the Jay Z shit was like a very basic like. Oh, this'll get black people back involved. And like what he's doing is not impressive to me. Like the whole thing about him, um what I think what solidified me saying like I'm not gonna watch again was his whole um this whole what what's it called? There's a name what's the name for it? The the whole thing that they're doing? Uh with the um the music and Megan Trainer and all this, oh, whatever the fuck they're doing, I can't remember. There's a I, name. I can't for, think. It's a term. It's a yeah. I they got a name for like whatever know. they're whatever it is they're trying to do. It feels very um like let's just pander to black people to get them back in. And the fact that Jay Z kind of like bought into it and is and is involved in it bothers me. Like. It's so surface. Level, what do you, uh, who do you think
2: they could have brought in or did for that without Jay Z that would make it seem like it's? Because I feel like if they would have had a white firm or a white uh, counterpart
1: do this, it would end up being worse. I feel like it wasn't about bringing in somebody to kind of like help black people feel better about watching. At the end of the day, the way to make black pe- black people feel better about watching is to treat the players better. Like, I don't feel like the Colin Kaepernick shit has been resolved at all. No, it's like, not. I feel resolved. like we're in the that's exact not. same spot that we were last season. So, like, bringing in Jay Z to sell t shirts and music to black people is not my way of saying, like, oh, the NFL cares about black people. So the NFL, cl- <clears throat> sorry, NFL cares about black people when they start actually making changes that will uh, facilitate a bit more, um, uh, Inclusion and a a bit more uh, acceptance of what's going on right now and trying to fix it like the NBA seems very proactive in trying to help with uh, racial racial discrimination and all the shit that's going on with police and all that kind of shit. Like the NBA seems like they give a fuck if the NFL made me feel like they actually gave a fuck about what's going on with black people and what's going on with Kaepernick or what was going on with Kaepernick and the police violence and all that kind of shit. If they made me feel like they cared, then I'd be back in. But it doesn't make me feel. I don't feel like they care. I feel like they were just like, "Yo, let's just loop in some that somebody that niggas like, and, and, and we'll be good." And like, it it just seems like appealing to the lowest common denominator. Like, we're not even really gonna try. We're just gonna like, yeah, let's 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 loop in Jay Z. Black people like him. Let's do that. Like, it, it feels like like say it was the exact same scenario, but it was Cardi B. You'd be like, oh, like, it would feel so. It would feel so grimy. Like you just, you're just trying to appeal to like just, just black people on like the most base level, and like I, I, want, I want to feel like they actually care about what's going on, and even if I felt like they care what's going on, at the end of the day, I feel like Ka- Kaepernick has not been righted, and him being righted is not necessarily him, uh, being on a team, like it. I'm not going to sit here and not watch the NFL until Colin Kaepernick plays, but I feel like I'm not going to watch the NFL until I feel like the NFL genuinely cares about the mistreatment of black people when they profit from black people so, so, so heavily. Like you have like the white people in the NFL are basically quarterbacks. Like you profit off of a league that is – I don't know, what, like 80% black people? And they don't even fuck. I feel like they don't give a fuck. Like, they don't care because they're going gonna—they're good regardless. They can treat black people like shit. But at the end of the day, the NFL is probably the most beloved sport in this country. So why would they feel the yeah, need I mean, to I don't care about what we're dealing with? But I don't I, care. I really, you know, hope
2: as the season goes this whole uh partnership or whatever, you know, kind of showed that it was actually worth it. Um But right now it just seemed like some questionable moves. But it's early and I'm I'm willing to hopefully see what happens. But it, it
1: definitely seems fishy as hell. Yeah, right now I right now i d ju- I'm just not interested in watching. I'm just not. Like they they've soured themselves on me so badly. Like I just feel like the NFL is just like we're going to continue to use these black guys to make our money because that's the – the, at the end of the day, like I said, the, the, the elite white players are basically quarterbacks. So all the other uh, players that are on the field are, by and large, black folks. They profit heavily from black folks and give no fucks about any of the kind of shit that we're dealing with. And to turn your back on Kaepernick when he was saying, like, hey, this is what's happening to black people and this is fucked up – to turn your black back on him and blackball him and then your idea of making up for that is paying him off and then saying, Oh, let's get Jay Z to come in and fucking make songs and t shirts like that's not it, it it feels like such a tone deaf kind of uh uh remedy. Like I, I still feel like they don't give a fuck. And while I feel like they don't give a fuck, I'm not interested. How how do you feel about people who may have said that Kaepernick copped out by doing a settlement. Um at the end of the day, if he took money for it, I I don't like that. Um I'm not gonna say that he shouldn't have taken money, but um throwing money at a um racially discriminative uh discriminative is that a word discrimin racially discriminatory yeah discriminatory a racially discriminatory um practice and saying we're gonna throw money at it and hope it goes away that's not gonna that's not gonna do anything for me i want you to feel like hey we need to fix this especially since we profit off of black people so much um and i feel like the nfl currently has no interest in making any of that right because they have no reason to because they're going to get money regardless.
2: See, I, I don't know, I kind of see it different because I don't and I I don't know the whole details of what the the collusion lawsuit was that he had against the NFL, but a lot of it was that him not being able to to actually play, which in, resulted in him losing potential revenue. So, if he got potential revenue back or more because of that, I just don't feel like it's on his total shoulders. To show that the NFL is fucked
1: up. Yeah, it's not about to. For me, it's not about revenue. It's about uh, fair treatment. And yeah, he... even even still, but it's like it
2: seems like in that stance, I feel like it's on him to like say no. I don't want the the re- the money that they're gonna give me for the lost revenue or whatever that he's supposed to like, you know, take the NFL to the Supreme Court and show that. I mean, it would have been great if he did. But it's like he he got money from what he was losing and may not be able to play again. I don't know what he got, but you know, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's 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 totally on his shoulders to, to, to show that the NFL is that fucked up. It's I think no. it should be a lot more people that it falls on, not just him.
1: No, it's it's definitely not on him. But at the end of the day, right now I don't feel like the NFL has done anything to make me think that they care about the mistreatment of black people in America. Oh, and the I, whole I agree. shit I agree. is that the whole shit is that, you know, black people are being mistreated in America and he thinks that's not cool. And he's the face of it. But at the end of the day, even if Colin Kaepernick is taken care of, if let's just say hypothetically, and this is obviously, this is, this is way, way, way off. But if they say, Let's pay Colin Kaepernick and still fuck black people. Like that's not gonna be. That's not gonna work for me. Like that's not gonna help me. That's not gonna make me feel like they give a shit about what we're dealing with. And as long as I feel that way, I'm not interested in supporting them. Like I, I no, I'm not. That's, that's I'm just fair not. As
2: hell. That's fair as hell. I mean, I get that. And, like, like I would love to just talk more, talk with some people who knows a lot more about Eric Reid and his stance, and I just don't get how do you, from a, like, we're out, we're the totally outside looking in when it comes to the NFL and they're doing the things like that. We're, 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 I guess, mealy fans, but you got a guy who's continuing to get checks from the NFL and is mad, potentially because another person is getting money from the same, the same NFL. So, but that's,
1: that's definitely a a podcast to come, so. It, it doesn't help that the NBA clearly shows that they care. Like, you got mad NBA players out here talking, speaking out. You got uh, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, like, the M- and Adam Silver. Like, the NBA is fully on board with making sure that the NBA, that the NBA players are respected and that black people are respected. Like, I, I love it every time Steve Kerr goes in front of a camera and is like, this like... This is fucking bullshit. Like like Steve Kerr will go in front going front of the camera and talk about fucking police shootings and all that kind of shit. Like, as long as the NBA is doing that, it makes it worse for the NFL for me. Because as an NBA fan, I'm watching my league, the league that I've grown up on since I was six years old, showing that they care about what happens to black people out in the streets. Meanwhile, I got the NFL just like, yo, we're gonna blackball the nigga that kneel and we're gonna uh <laughs> we're going to try to placate black people by having Jay-Z sell t-shirts and music by...
2: Yeah, I mean, NFL, I mean, NFL definitely doesn't get it. From, it that's it, not going to work for me. Nah, yeah, it, NFL, NBA definitely gets it a lot more. And just on a player compensation uh, aspect, the NFL doesn't get it because most NBA contracts are damn near guaranteed, and NFL players pretty much kill their bodies and that shit ain't even guaranteed. Only thing guaranteed for NFL guys is their signing bonus. Other than that, so they can get CTE bodies beat the fuck up, and they may
1: not get that next check if some
2: shit happens.
1: So did you watch the Lions game at all? Yeah, I watched it. So what happened with uh, this whole end of the game shit? Like, I saw there was some shit about a timeout. I know they blew a. I knew. I know they blew a huge lead. Blowing a huge lead. I don't need. Uh, I don't need a description of that. No, blowing a, blow a huge lead is so blowing a huge lead.
2: But what happened with this
1: whole timeout situation?
2: So at some point it's like third and like five or six or something like that, and this is is, is close to two minutes, and
1: left in the fourth.
2: Left in the fourth quarter, okay. and the Lions needed a first down to keep the to keep the sticks moving and which would have been the end of the game, pretty much. Or they, they would have...
1: They could take a knee after that?
2: Or they would have got to the point where they could or just kicked a field goal. As they're doing the play, end up being a run play, and they got the first down. But it got called back because someone, Patricia, and some other coach called a timeout during the play, before the play started. So... The timeout was called after the play was made already. So he was signaling for the timeout. The play went and the play went so crazy was that he easily got the first down and he probably would have scored a touchdown if they didn't whistle.
1: So was the play like so he called timeout runaway. and the play he called timeout before the snap? Yes. And it so it wasn't but noticed but,
2: but it wasn't and then noticed and the play like happened two after the play had started.
1: So I feel like the play should have just continued then.
2: No, because he signaled it before then. So if he signaled it before and they snap it, they're just delayed with the with the whistle. But the, the play is going to be stopped. Huh. And he got the first down. And then, so the play got called back. It's third down. And then they fucking missed the catch. So then
1: Arizona got the ball back. So... So, as someone who didn't watch the game, how are we being faulted? Because, like
2: – Oh, because if, we didn't play defense after that because uh, I think we ended up – it was far enough where you had to do a uh, – you had to punt it. Because uh, they were down by eight. So, they were down by eight.
1: Arizona, Arizona was down by eight, right? Arizona
2: was down by eight. That play would have, you know, kept the Lions moving and potentially, probably, kicked a field goal or ran a time down, or whatever the case would have made it really hard for Arizona to go back down the field. When what that happened, happened, now go ahead.
1: No, I was about to say. So in the history of the NFL, if if you snapped the ball and you run a play and a timeout was called, um, no one really gives a fuck. I, it sounds to me like. The problem is the fact that we got the first down. If we hadn't got the first down, nobody would have been like, oh, why'd you call a timeout? Like, he called a timeout for whatever reason he called a timeout. And it's not like he called a timeout with the knowledge that we were gonna get the first down. Like people like my perspective on reading it made it sound like the first the the timeout was a bad decision that cost us a first down. But if yes. the timeout was called prior to the play, you don't know how the play is gonna go when you call the timeout. No, yeah, right, right. right, right. So you don't. You don't know how the
2: play is gonna go. But we saw. So if how it was an
1: incomplete team. pass, nobody would be like, "Oh, why'd you call the timeout?"
2: No, <laughs> absolutely. But we saw how the play would have went, and it was the easiest fucking first down he would have got ever.
1: So to me, that just sounds like it's unfortunate, but it doesn't oh, yeah. sound like a bad call, like because, like I said, you call the timeout before the before the ball snaps. You don't know what's gonna happen afterward. No, so yes, know. it, it you know. ended up being a play that would have been a first down. But if if it hadn't been that, nobody would have complained because it'd be like, okay, he called the timeout before the snap. So whatever.
2: And I, and I think it's one of those ones you really had to see to really like. You know, you're you're making way much sense, and I and I totally get it. But this is one <laughs> of those plays to to see it, and you're like, fuck, that was a first down. But then so they missed the uh, the third down catch. It kicks it back to Arizona. Arizona goes down, scores, and hits a two point conversion. So then it goes into overtime. And then they both score field goals and can't get it. And then so they tie. It. Time runs out in overtime, and that's it.
1: Hmm. But yeah. they
2: came back for like 18
1: points to even tie it. So that was that's the, the problem.
2: Yeah, that so, was the huge that, problem.
1: That's the problem. So, like, <laughs> The timeout play, they were up eight and, and shit went left. But if you were up 18 going to the fourth, your problem started way before that timeout. <laughs> oh, no,
2: yeah, it definitely started before that timeout. And I guess, you know, when it, when it happened, Stafford, you know, he's visibly pissed. He goes to the sidelines, and you can see him um, mouthing, like, just trust me, damn it, trust me. And it was like, I guess he felt that they didn't trust that he could run a good play. But he had played well. The defense was just shitty. Uh, he had played damn well.
3: Hmm.
2: So
1: yeah, so that's that's that. So now they didn't win, but they didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> I said I want my I want my team to be successful, but I mean, I saw I saw a tweet that said that you know of all the creative ways that the Lions have found to lose, like they continue to find new ways to lose games, and they didn't lose the game, but. They lost a game. They 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 they,
3: they
2: found they found a creative way not to win,
1: right? And and that's
2: accurate accurate
1: way to put it. I wonder sometimes because I don't I don't watch you know I'll watch other teams' games like here and there, but like I don't pay too close attention to other teams' games. I I often wonder if other franchises have the same issue that we have with the Lions finding like incredibly miraculous ways to lose games. I like, feel like it's they like, don't. and I, 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 I feel like they I, can't. Like it has to be watching, unique to us.
2: Even am I fully watching it prior to last season, watching like NFL, and I would watch damn near. For the most part, I watch Lions games, and then I would you know catch another game because I'm like in the spirit of forks, so I'm watching some other shit. I've never seen teams to that do the shit that the Lions do.
1: I, I, me never. neither. I just, I just never seen. It.
2: Never it's so, seen
1: it. So. It's so hard being a Lions fan. I understand that at the end of the day, the NFL has, uh, what, like 30 teams? And you have uh, teams that have historically been bad, like the Lions, and teams that have historically been contenders, like the Cowboys and the Patriots and all that shit, right, the Packers, And I feel like in my time as a Lions fan, I feel like I've seen so many creative losses, and I, I don't oh, yeah. understand how this shit happens. Like, I I, I I legit feel like we're cursed. And we talk about, like, not we, but, like, like me and you, but, like, we as, like, sports fans in this country talk about, like, the curse of the Bambino, like, which the Red Sox have already overcome. But, like, we talk about, like, curse of the Bambino and all this kind of shit. And I feel like the Lions are just, like, I don't know why they're cursed. Because the curse of the Bambino has a reason like, I don't understand why the Lions are cursed. Like, why they find such creative ways to lose games? Like, I don't understand, man. Like, they've been – they've had times where they've been really good. Like, a really good team. Like, think about, like, when we had uh, Scott Mitchell, uh, Barry Sanders, Herman Moore, Brett Perriman. Like, those Lions teams were good, man. Like, they they could have been, you know, decent. But they always found – new ways to lose. (laughs) I don't know how that happens with us. I feel like that's unique to the Lions. It it is very much. um, Yeah, that's all I
2: can really say. But, you know, and just real quick, you know, with the whole Antonio Brown, like, fiasco, outside of his antics and stuff, I've always been a fan, and I've mentioned it plenty of times, of players wanting to go where they want, and the Steelers wouldn't trade him to a contender, which th- that happens in, in sports and so forth, and so they traded him to Raiders, a team he didn't want to be on. Then he pulled some fiasco of getting released to ultimately go to the team he wanted to go to. And granted, it's a lot of extra when it comes to the NFL and just you know trades and signs, but I thought it was fucking brilliant that it that it fucking happened. Granted, he's probably not going to be able to play because now he has a uh a sexual assault uh, lawsuit, and he's probably going to be put on the exemption list and probably can't play. But I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was just nuts that he was able to pull the
1: shit off. Yo, I, I heard on the radio this morning that um there was a thing that came out where it was like a, 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 a like a screen grab of a text uh, a DM conversation where somebody DM'd him. And said that they had evidence that the chick who was accusing them was lying and trying to extort them. How can you hear this rain? I can hear a
2: little bit of it, but it's not like distracting.
1: Oh man, it's pouring, dog! Like it's it's coming down hard. Like I can, I've been covering my mic. I've been covering my mic because I'm like, man, this is loud.
2: it I can hear a little more now, but you know, I think you're good though.
1: Okay. Yeah, so, I, I, there's a, I,
2: I, there's a, I, a screenshot I'll of what she's saying, and I think she's potentially getting married or something, too. It's a lot of crazy things with that, but you know how it goes. You know, once you're accused, you pretty much did it in the eyes of of current day America.
1: <laughs> well, it got was, like it got like mad windy, and now it's, it's pouring. Now, can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear it a little bit now. <laughs> it's not like I'm in a tornado. <laughs> Like, I'm completely dry, but the noise is... Re- I feel like I gotta yell. Dude,
0: like, nah, it's so good. loud.
1: Okay. Yeah, you can just I'm, talk Am daily. I still good? Can yeah, you, you can hear do. this. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> can you hear this? Yeah, can you I can hear it. Hear it. I can this hear it. This is nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. It's its inside my tent. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, like it's it's coming down like on inside of the walls. Wow and it's like pouring down on the inside. I can see the like, back
2: I can see your backdrop getting
1: wet. Yeah, yeah, it's getting wet. And then like this side to the left to the my left, it's like getting all over the table and shit. Like I'm like, do I gotta unplug shit before I get electrocuted? Like, man. Well, as long as your
2: plugs are not around the water, you should be good. That is insane.
1: It now. Like, I'm going to move this shit. And my is uh right there, but the plug for the light isn't. Now It's a heavy-duty light, so I'm not worried about it. But Man, it's, it's dumb loud. Like I feel like I, I feel like I have
2: to yell. Nah, you don't have to yell. You're, you, you sound pretty good, but I definitely can hear oh, is
1: hear it, it. Is it flowing any? Is it what? Flowing down any? No, it's getting worse. It's getting louder and louder and louder. Like, it's like it's, it's pouring... It's getting worse. It's pouring down the sides of the wall. (laughs) And like I can barely hear you. Like like, this is amazing. Like I'm like, is it is it a herd?
2: (laughs)
0: Just on your
1: side of town. God, I wish you could I wish you could see. I'm gonna try to see if I can turn it so you can see. I don't know if it'll work. But like Oh wow. It's nuts. That is a lot of fucking rain. it's boring, dude. Like, this is hurricane weather. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's getting louder, like, to the point of, like, where you're trying to, like, have a conversation with your significant other, and your kid is crying, and you're like, oh, they're crying quietly, I can still have a conversation. (laughs) You just start crying louder just to be assholes. (laughs) That's what... Dog. I'm getting wet now. This is
0: crazy. Are you serious?
1: This is nuts.
0: <laughs> Man, I mean, wow. if y'all can't hear, if y'all
1: can't hear it and it's not distracting, I don't care. But it's getting louder and louder. Like it's just like like the sky is just fighting me. Like I feel like, like oh, you're like I'm in the Bahamas. Like.
3: You're
2: you're in a ba- you're in the Bahamas doing a, a special on how bad the uh, the hurricane was. And you're just sitting in the middle of it and shit.
1: God, I w- <laughs> Man, I wish you could see this shit. Like, this is crazy. What this shit looks like.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Anyway.
1: Uh... um, So, let's move on to uh, playing some of the feedback. I, like, my computer's getting wet. And I'm nowhere near anything. Is the driven from up top on your computer? No, it's just from like uh oh. like, no just like the wind and like all that shit it's just it's ridiculous like I'm getting like I'm getting wet, I'm not getting soaked, but like my table that I have all my shit on is it's getting pretty wet like this is ridiculous but, like, we gotta
2: we're gonna have to, we gotta build you a a a better frame to put some walls out there and shit
1: yeah it's nuts but anyway um, we have uh, a lot of feedback to go over because we had feedback from two weeks ago and we did, we recorded with the Herfcast last week so we don't have too much feedback from we didn't cover any of that feedback from last week and we got extra feedback after we recorded with the Herfcast so I wanted to uh, fire up some of this feedback that we got over the course of the past few weeks we got um four uh emails is this this is are you not hearing this right now no i'm hearing you good you're good that i can't believe that you can hear this right now because this is insane how loud it is right now
2: when you hear the when you hear the podcast and afterwards you would hear that you know i could hear you but
1: i could hear what's going on but i
2: could hear you good
1: like i don't listen to the podcast ever but i want to listen to it now because like It sounds like like if you can hear if you can hear me shit going on like that's crazy cuz it sounds like a fucking hurricane. <laughs> Man, this is crazy how how bad it's coming down right now. But anyway, I wanted to play um the feedback that we got. We got a whole lot of feedback to go over and I want to cover that, make sure we get to it. So, um I'm going to fire up we have uh we have an email from Chaffee. From games right. we don't play, and then we have three from Jeff Edmondson. So, uh, three of the four total feedbacks we get was for last week, but then we recorded with the Herfcast, so we didn't cover any of that shit. So, um, this might be kind of dated feedback, but whatever. It's all feedback good. We'll, we'll play we it. Right. It's feedback nonetheless. We'll play it. We'll talk about it. It's all good. So, uh, let me fire this up. Oh, it's slowing down. Good. Um, I'm going to take one of my headphones off so I can hear it. Hey, what's up? It's Shelby. Man, I am fucking dying Hold on, wait. Um, can you hear it okay?
2: Uh, that the, little... you, you might have put it, low, uh, position it better on a mic. Right, let me see what I can do.
1: It's so loud out here. what i might have to do is just play it and take my headphones off completely so that i can hear it cuz i could put it to the mic and you can hear it cuz you have no you know you don't have any buffer but like right now like i can't hear shit like it, it's so loud out here that i'm like this is insane so well, i'm going to take... cover
2: some other shit into it
1: in, in, yeah uh... actually yeah let's yeah let's do that let's do that because i can't i can't hear shit right now um outside of my um, headphones. Do you want to talk you
2: had mentioned talking about uh 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 Trump and the Taliban.
1: Mm. Yeah, so um I wanna say Monday or Tuesday, uh Trump talked about he was gonna have the Taliban and uh some other group. I can't I I can't remember who it was, but he was gonna have the Taliban come to Camp David. And the re- and he said that they were supposed to come through, have like you know like peace talk kind of deal, but it fell through, mm-hmm. so they never they never showed up. and he tweeted about it saying it was supposed to be like a secret meeting and shit like that, but like if it, it you know it fell through, it didn't happen and that <laughs> that kind of bothered me because when Obama was running back in eight, one of my big <coughs> sorry. One of my big um points about uh who I was looking for, in my president was our foreign policy stance um I feel like the United States kind of has a a bad outlook among other countries, and I wanted whoever was gonna be president to kind of to kind of uh rebuild our standing. Uh, no, you're talking about other
2: countries Ireland was just so baffled by Trump, so yes, other countries
1: firsthand are baffled at our president so yes, you're absolutely right Yeah, but back in 08 back in I was just like, you know I, I just want us to have I want everything to be copacetic like I want us to be cool with uh, other countries, and I was not opposed to having conversations with um, dictators of other countries like not, not like oh yeah we cool with like Kim Jong Un or whatever like that. But I wasn't opposed to have a conversation with a dude because I'm like yo let's talk and Conversations we are good. Fix- I mean
2: you should be able to yeah. talk to people.
1: Yeah, like let's let's talk and see if we can fix um all the problems that we have between our countries and between you know you and your country, us and our country, all that good shit, right? So I wasn't. I wasn't opposed to having conversations with um i guess politicians or um dictators from other countries to try to like find common ground. I wasn't opposed to that, but when we talk about Obama in o eight getting into getting into the office and having conversations with um Let's say, you know, Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever. Um, that's one thing. These are um our our government and our politicians and our president having conversations with um politicians and the government in other countries. And we can have those conversations, we can try to smooth shit out, whatever. This whole thing with the Taliban ain't no fucking government, dog. Like, like this motherfucker's so like, yeah, hey terrorists, come over to our country, we can have a chat. Like that's where i would draw the line like why are you trying to have conversation with the taliban dog like that's not fucking it's it's one thing to say okay let's invite over afghan leaders you know leaders of afghanistan and let's have a conversation and try to make try to smooth shit out with our relationship with afghanistan afghanistan's government relationship with their people all that kind of shit i'm okay with that but like, why are you inviting the Taliban here and on the week of nine eleven? Like, let's let's have the Taliban come over and just talk to the Taliban, the bro. Like the fucking Taliban. Like to me, that just is a statement of how fucking tone deaf uh, Donald Cunt is, man. Like, he's so fucking tone deaf, dog. Like, why would you think it's a good idea to have a conversation with the Taliban on nine eleven and then tweet about it? Like, yo, I was gonna talk, I was gonna have a conversation with the Taliban at Camp David, but it fell through. I'm sorry. Like, The Taliban, bro. The, the to me, the Taliban should have no country in this country. Like they should have no nothing, dog. Like as far as I'm concerned, the Taliban can be eradicated. Like that should be the only conversation we we should have with the Taliban. Is like even yeah, even, and then you don't show up and then you bomb wherever the fuck the niggas at. Like that, that
2: the Taliban dog. We don't even, need them. We don't need them on this earth no more. Even Fox News thought it was a bad idea. So I just put up an article from Fox News on opinions. And and it starts off saying, imagine back in 2011, President Obama had not only withdrawn the U.S. forces from Iraq, facilitating the rise of the Islamic State, but he also invited the Islamic State leaders to Camp David to sign an agreement cementing his withdrawal plan. Obama's decision to pull American troops (laughs) was catastrophic, but he wasn't dumb enough to seek a photo op with the terrorists, and that's exactly what President Trump tried to do when he initially invited the Taliban to Camp David for a meeting this past weekend. So you know it's bad when the when Fox News even saying you want some fucked up
1: shit. Can you imagine <laughs> Trump fucking taking pictures with some fucking Taliban dude who cut some Americans' head off? <laughs> like like uh, we came to we came to an agreement. Everything's great. Nobody understands how great the Taliban is. Like I do. They're great. We had a great conversation. They're good people. They cut off heads, but it's fine. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Nah, he, he
2: only he only cut off heads at the very bad people. Uh, and then he had a
1: spread with Burger King and Popeye sandwiches and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit pissed me off, dog. I, I don't, I don't understand that dude, man. I, I don't want to have. I'm very as somebody who's very, very open to have a conversations with um, other nations who we might not agree with. And try to find common ground. I'm super open to that, but the Taliban is not like the Taliban is not another nation. Like the Taliban is it's the fucking Taliban. Like I don't even need to explain it. The fucking Taliban. Like we're not gonna have fucking conversation with them. Like yes, invite them here, and then when they get here, kill them. Like, like we don't need them anymore. Like, get them out of here. Oh, I can't believe the talks fell through. They weren't cool, so I canceled it. Like man, no. Even if they're not being cool, let them still come here and then ev- eviscerate those motherfuckers, man. We don't need the fucking Taliban here. Kill those fucking pieces of shit, man. Yeah, I Call don't know, know how Taliban. he thought, I
2: mean, it's part of course for Trump, but I just couldn't understand how he thought that would be a good idea.
1: And then a good idea to tweet about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I invited, I secretly invited the Taliban here, but it fell through. Sorry. Like, what? He's so tone deaf. Uh, he has no idea. He, he has no idea.
2: Hey, but uh, but uh, Chappelle said he's probably gonna get back reelected.
1: I mean, it's not out, to me. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It could happen. Um, I think it's fairly unlikely, but it's gonna. It's really. It's it's hundred percent gonna boil down to. Uh, the the Democratic nominee, whoever that is, like it's gonna boil down to that. Like, if we send if if we if we nominate Joe Biden, we might be fucked in the game, dog. (laughs) Like, we and the irony is that Joe Biden is the highest polling candidate right now. But man, Joe Biden is so fucking trash, dog. Like, do you think
2: do you think Joe Biden is like the equivalent of Trump getting impeached
1: and Pence being president? Yes. That's a good comparison. <laughs> yes. It's like the the, the lesser of two evils. Like, yeah, oh we got uh we got Trump out, but now we have Pence. And it's like, oh well we got Pence or Trump out, now we got Joe Biden. Like, uh Joe Biden would be leaps and bounds better than Trump or um uh Pence, but he's not good enough to where I feel like if he's the nominee, we're good. Like I think we're good if it's if it's Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. Like if it's one of them two, I think we're good. I think I think Trump Trump would get washed. Like I think we'd be good. And then another cool thing, which was it was really interesting. Um, I think uh, I want to say three weeks ago or so, I was watching Bill Maher, and he was saying that the Republicans need to find uh, a nominee. To run against Trump in the primary, with the full knowledge that that person has no chance of winning the nomination, and it's still going to be Trump. But if that person can um, uh, sell their, you know, sell sell their beliefs well, beliefs well enough to where they can then run as an independent in the general election, it'll siphon off votes from Trump, which is the same thing that happened. You know, which is the same argument that Democrats are making. In the last election cycle, about uh, Jill Stein and uh, Gary, I lost, his, I lost his name, but the other guy, Gary something or other, mm. um, the whole idea was that if y'all vote for that, if y'all vote for these third-party candidates, they're going to siphon off votes from Hillary, and Trump can win, and that's what happened. So I feel like it's a good opportunity for us to flip the table. So now we got Joe Walsh and, uh, what's his name, Mark Sanford, and another... A uh, Republican person. Yeah, and then the Republicans are like, "Oh, so y'all gonna try to have motherfuckers run against Trump? We gonna cut off y'all motherfuckers primaries." So like a whole bunch of states were like, "We're not even gonna have Republican primaries." So those guys aren't get aren't even gonna get a chance to get voted for in the primaries. So like Republic like the, the meme is accurate. The memes, the memes were saying like the Republicans are so uh pro voter suppression that they won't even allow other republicans to vote cuz they want to have trump in there so bad they're supporting trump so so heavy but even if even if that happens where uh certain states don't allow republicans to vote i feel like the idea of having other republicans running for the nomination if they do if they do what bill mar said and run as independents in the general election I feel like them they they can siphon off enough votes from Trump that anybody that we anybody that the Democrats say can win. So I'm 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 totally for uh, Republicans running against Trump. But it's funny you should say that because it, I haven't. I plays out. I don't
2: maybe because I don't pay that much attention to like the Republican Party and stuff. But I have no idea of anybody on a Republican side running.
1: It's it's not. Um, it's not widely publicized. Like, I listen to um, um, NPR politi- NPR po- podcast. So I listen to Up First, which is a 15-minute uh, a kind of like, here's what happened yesterday kind of podcast. And I listen to NPR politics. And, uh, you know, they run that kind of shit down. So that's how I know about it. But like I said, Bill Barr mentioned, like, he was like, it'd be a great idea to have. And he ran off a few names. Uh, Joe Walsh was one of them. And Joe Walsh is one of the guys who is running against Trump in the primary. And he was like, it'd be a great idea to have somebody like Joe Walsh or Mitt Romney run run against Trump in the primary and they'll lose. But if they lose and they spend enough time getting their points across to actual traditional Republicans and then they run as independents in the general election, they can siphon off votes from Trump. Like, just like... Jill Stein and Gary, whatever the fuck, I don't know why, I can't remember his name right now, uh, siphoned off votes from Hillary. And I'm like, that's how I watched it. and I, I think I tweeted or posted on Facebook. I'm like, this is a brilliant fucking idea. And literally, like, two or three days later, Joe Walsh announced that he was gonna run against Trump in the primary. And then, however many days later, the GOP was like, yeah, we're gonna cut off primary uh, voting in X amount of states. So now people can't vote for him in a that's primary.
2: That's crazy they could do that.
1: Yeah, it, it's nuts. Like and all the memes were saying like all the memes and, and political Gary, pundits were saying, Gary like it's crazy. So,
3: yep,
1: yeah. They were they were they're so about voter suppression they'll suppress the votes of their own party. <laughs> like, that's, that's crazy. What I think that if they if they do that, even if even even with the suppression of uh not having prime. yeah. If no Walsh or Mitt Romney or Sanford were to run as independents in the general election, they can siphon off enough votes from Trump that whoever we send up can win. Because it, it's going to be close. Well, it would be close otherwise. And I think if that happened, we, the whoever the Democrats send up, will probably wash Trump. So I'm supportive of it regardless.
2: Yeah, I I'm looking forward to seeing someone else not be Trump president. So.
1: And then I also Also, what now? Oh, um um Apple had a uh, No, I said uh, Apple had an event yesterday uh, talking about the new iPhone. Uh, new Apple Watch, new iPad, new iOS, all that kind of shit. Like, they're they're they big event where they uh where they talk about everything, and um I, I was saying that like it really irks me when Apple has an event and all the Android users are chiming in like fuck this aspect of the iPhone, fuck the iPhone, blah blah blah, and I don't understand why Android users are so uh passionate about slandering the iPhone and I don't see iPhone users passionate about slandering new Android based phones <clears throat> like I told you like you you will see um uh iPhone users like roasting like shitty avatar photos from Android users or um the green text messages that you have if you if you're not a iMessage user and shit You know, cracking jokes and, like, you know, this shit is whack, whatever. But the idea of actually just, like, you don't, like, say you're somebody who don't give a fuck about Apple. You don't care about iPhones. And you're just, like, so fucking invested in the new iPhone that you want to just hop online and just slander the fuck out of it. That shit drives me crazy, man. Like, I just wish people would just enjoy what the fuck they enjoy. And I compare it to cigars. Cause the same shit that we do with cigars. Like you have people who hate certain brands cigars, and like I would never smoke that. I would never smoke Gurkha. I would never smoke Acid. And if somebody posts a picture, like yo, smoking this, and it's a Gurkha or it's an Acid, you get like forty thousand comments. Motherfuckers like yo, that shit whack. That shit whack. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, man, if you don't smoke it, just keep it moving, man. Like why are you talking shit? And that's how I feel about the Apple shit. Like if you are an Android user, you have a Samsung Galaxy Note whatever the fuck. I don't know what their phones are called, but if you have them, like, have your shit. Like, why are you over here like, yo, Apple only... Apple's three camera system look fucked up. Like, like, who cares, man? Have your shit and be good. I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand the Apple Android shit, and I don't understand the Michigan Michigan shit. Well,
2: it's station. crazy that uh, <laughs> the, the Apple Android thing still goes on. I mean, I remember, you know, years ago when it was, you know... And even I even participated, but, you know, it came to the point where it's like, why, why, to, why care so much about some shit you don't even want or use? Like, there is no way in hell that I have any interest in Apple stuff, because I don't even use it. And I feel like and now, at this point, when you deal with phones, you deal with familiarity. Like, mm-hmm. you've had an iPhone, I don't know, however many years. Like, there's no reason to to go to a different phone because you're just used to using iPhones. Right. Like at this point now most phones are are pretty much built the same. You can call the same, you can text the same. Memory is pretty much, you know, similar, you know, uh I will say that I think I haven't had uh an Android phone that I thought was superior to uh to iPhones when it comes to cameras. But that's the only thing now I shop for is a fucking camera. Because everything else is going to do the fucking thing.
1: So that's my main like, shit too, is cameras. Yeah. And, and And to be clear, as somebody who has had an iPhone for a very long time, I don't even know how long, I will readily admit that my father-in-law's phone, I don't know what he has, my father-in-law's phone takes way better pictures than my iPhone. And I'm, granted, I'm maybe like I'm, I'm like two generations behind on my iPhone. So like at this point I'm getting the new iPhone just cause like just off the shirt of the fact that my shit is dated at this point. But, um, his, his phone takes way better pictures than my shit. And I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like I'm not out here trying to get like the most crazy shit. Like, okay, I've been using Apple for most of the time that I've had a, se- well, a lot of the time that I've had a cell phone, I've had Apple, and I don't care. Like I'm just gonna get the new shit because my shit is old. The new shit has all kinds of cool advancements for for the camera. Has all kinds of cool advancements for the CPU. Like it's gonna be fast. It's gonna have a good camera. It's gonna do what I wanted to do. I don't give a fuck. And I don't. I feel like for the most part, Apple users, when it comes to like. The, the technical aspects of the phone. They get their Apple shit and they don't care. Like, yo, know, I got my shit and I'm good. I feel like a lot of Android users feel like they need to sell Apple folks on coming over to whatever Android phone that you that they use because well, they feel the, like it's it
2: better. The, I, don't, I don't even understand the benefit of it. Like, why as a Android user you would want to, hey, sway you to come over to use the fucking... Why?! There's no interest. There's no financial interest in in me wanting you to have, use an Android phone. I will say that I'm glad that they finally have allowed where you can do chats with Android. Because for a while, you couldn't do nothing but just uh, like Hangouts or something when you had between like iPhone and Android. Um, so with like WhatsApp, you know, now and hell, probably any other messenger now, you can kind of go between... You know, the the phone the phone uh, companies or whatever you want to call it. So I'm happy about that. What I am curious though is that I, I noticed there are some Apple devices like iPads or something that use the USB C, uh, uh, pro, which a lot of Androids are switching USB C to like from the regular like micro USB. Do you ever think that they're going to switch all the iPhones to USB C at some point?
1: Maybe I doubt it, but maybe. Because I mean, I feel like they they feel like they have a stranglehold on the lightning, uh, lightning cord or whatever. I feel like they're probably gonna stick with that. But yeah,
2: but they have other Apple products that don't use the lightning though.
1: Like I say, I think it's one of the one iPod.
2: of the it's one of the, the the tablets, one of the iP tablets, whatever the fuck they call. They only have one. You, like they, use,
1: they don't have like
2: an iPad. A, that's it. And, they and they the has, iPad one,
1: uses lightning.
2: No, it uses the One of them uses USB C. For what? Like, I mean, like for the chart instead of the lightning cord, it uses the USB
1: C plug. An Apple product uses a USB C instead of the lightning. Yes, that's news to me. Uh, hey, I, I'm not saying you're wrong because I don't know. I don't have an iPad, but I feel like iPads use the use the lightning just like all the other devices. Because that's that's the appeal of having Apple is that anything that you buy is can be used across all platforms. So, like, if I buy a, a an iPad or I buy a phone, I can use my Lightning charger to charge both devices. I don't need so a that, different one. So, it's the I, the iPad Pro
2: has a USB-C port instead of the Lightning connector.
1: Okay, I don't know anything about the iPad Pro. I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't know.
2: I do I don't know what level of iPad that is. I just. I remember seeing it because I was on one of my uh, sale, like I think it was on Flick Deal or something, and they were selling, uh, they were calling it an Apple USB-C cord. I'm like, Apple doesn't even make cords like that. Why would they have that? But then I looked it up and it was for the uh, iPad Pro. But that's what made me wonder, like, would they ever consider just, uh, just all phones just have a universal fucking plug? Because Apple doesn't really do. I mean, you have, they don't, do they sell? The plugs proprietary, or you can—they sell them proprietary. And you can't buy them otherwise, right? You said they the Apple, what? Like the the lightning cord that is Apple Apple product. Like you can't buy lightning Cores outside of Apple products, or do they have third-party companies that you can buy lightning Cores from?
1: Oh, yeah, they—they they have third-party companies that 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 you can get it from. Oh, so you can do that? Okay, okay. Yeah, but they are, in my experience. Um, incredibly shitty, yeah. Incredibly shitty. Like, I would not like you have to do like you know, Google researching to find out what the best ones are. Um, the ones that I get are pretty solid. Um, the Apple ones are pricey, obviously, and there's a whole lot of other companies that make lightning chargers, but um, most of them are pretty shitty. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I don't fuck with them too much. The ones that I get are pretty good, but uh, my phone is, like I said, my phone is dated. So um, I'm starting to have troubles with them.
2: Well, I will say that the USB C is probably the best charger that Android has had by far yeah. because it doesn't have prongs on the outside. They're all in the inside of it. So it makes it easier to, or I guess a little more, I guess, durable for like the actual prong going into the. For the, the phone, Um but other than that, but I'm just like, man,
1: make all the motherfuckers the same shit. At the end of the day, it's not gonna matter because everything is gonna be wireless, so it's not it's not even gonna fucking matter. Like the iPhone yeah, 11. I'd be curious to like, see. Well, the iPhone 10 happened. doesn't even have um the iPhone 10 has wireless charging, so it doesn't it don't even fucking matter. So I'm I, I'll when I get the when I get the iPhone 11, it's gonna have wireless charging. It's not gonna fucking matter. How does so that shit
2: work when you're, like, in a car and shit and you're plugging in?
1: You can't plug know, in. I don't have one now, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> I I just I just don't care. And I understand why other people care so much about what phones other people have. Like, who cares? Get the phone you like and enjoy it and live your life.
2: And I, and I told my wife, like, you know, I, I mean, before I started, well, when I started getting smartphones, I guess you could call it, my first one was a, a BlackBerry then i moved to like android and been on android ever since and then my wife was like what she thought about getting an iphone i'm like that's cool i'm just not gonna be your technical support <laughs> right i'm not learning another phone so i'm I, I pretty much know android inside and out i'm not learning a whole new system so i'm like you can get it but i ain't gonna be able to tell you shit
1: so unless you want to lose how, the tech support that's how i feel about computers yeah like I I I I want an Apple computer not because I like Apple, but because I, from what I hear, the machines are incredible. Like incredible. yeah, I, I hear the same shit. And but I'm sitting here like I ain't about to learn no new shit though. So like I've I, I'm I'm too old to fucking learn some new shit. I've been working with fucking PCs my whole computer life. I'm gonna learn fucking Apple's. Whatever the fuck they have on their computers, no, I'm not gonna learn that shit. I'm thinking PCs.
0: And see
2: that's what I, I feel like I'm a a big uh, portion of of phone users, whatever you wanna call it, they're they're buying and I and I probably for myself and probably yourself as well, you're buying because of the familiarity of the device you've been using. Exactly. Like no one wants to have a you know, and even with Android, there's still a difference in the, you know, the phones. Like Samsung, I don't like Samsung phones. Um, their their formats a little different. I mean, it's for the most part for Android it's pretty similar, but it's a little more it's a little different with that. Like I've been using LG phones for like the last three phones, and I like their format of shit. So even with that, you still have your companies even in Air Android that you know that are different. Um, I really wanted a Google Pixel, but I don't know if I want to do the learning curve of learning another phone and the buttons and all that shit. So
1: who makes the so i don't even know who makes what so who makes the, like the the note whatever or the galaxy i know samsung makes the galaxy phones who makes like the samsung note? makes the note i believe as well so am i incorrect in saying that samsung makes the bulk of the android they OLED? make a lot of them yeah they make a lot of them so okay. it's pretty
2: much lg samsung and I want to it's say Google. Google. Okay. Google. HTC used to do phones as well, but I don't know if HTC do a lot of phones anymore. Okay. But for the most part, it's Samsung, LG, and Google, and probably Samsung probably has the lock on like
1: the most Android phones. Yeah, I feel like ain't nobody copying a fucking Google phone or an LG phone. Like I feel like you, if you're an Android OS user, you're probably buying a Samsung phone. Probably
2: for the most part, yeah. Like I say, I, my last three phones have been LG, and I really enjoy the LG phone.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I just like at the end of the day, I've never felt like, oh man, just need to get an Apple. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck what phone you use. Like right. who cares? And like I, I just, I, it just hurts me that I feel like uh, non Apple users seem like they have so much stake in what other, what other people have, what other, what phones other people have like who cares man like if you sit back i think i think what it is is that they feel like their phones whatever phone they have is superior to the iPhone and they feel like they need to kind of like sell people on a superior phone and they need to just they have realize, no stake like, in they have no stake yes. in <laughs> You're right one there they, no they no
2: There's no commission
1: for for telling somebody to get a fucking android and right that's number 1 and then number 2 is who cares? Like, who cares? Like, what difference does it make if so and so friend of yours has a different phone? Like, like you can text them just like you could text in, the person who has the same phone as you. You can fucking tweet them, Facebook, all that kind of shit. That shit's on all phones. Like, all the shit is the same, man. Like, if what your a- phone has, uh, I don't know, a fucking four fucking cameras on the back or fucking a, a uh some fancy fucking selfie feature like who gives a shit like just get the phone you like let your friends get the phone they like you shut the fuck up like who cares man like i don't i don't get the phone rivalries at all at all i have never once thought about what phones my friends have like never like i've never looked at it like oh i'm texting so and so oh shit it's green now oh that's a problem like who gives a fuck like, no, well, I will say I think it's
2: lessened when you were able to like do chats in between. Like before, you know, with i what
1: you were what pretty do you much mean, like, do chats.
2: Like chats, like i message, like you always
1: text anybody. Right. But... So, what is the difference between that and when you say do chats? Like, what's the difference?
2: Like before, you couldn't have an app that had i iPhone users and Android. Like prior to like Hangouts or like WhatsApp, there was no other chat
1: app you could use. But what, how, how's that different from like, so like you had, you don't have an iPhone. Let's say there's a third person that doesn't have an iPhone and I text both of you two. What difference does it make?
2: I don't know. I don't, I like chat, chat, uh, apps versus texting. What's the I difference? Prefer ch- I just feel like it's more, I don't know. It just seems a little more real time. Uh, I, I like the, the way the conversation shows up more, um. But I think, too, you know, I think it was a, I want to say a hierarchy, but, you know, people who was able to, you know, iMessage to other people, you know, I think probably Androids or other users were like, you know, that's a cool feature. But because there's no Android to Android chat or nothing like that. There's, you know, uh, what's what's the term? FaceTime is is pretty much an iPhone thing. But now you can pretty much chat with any phone or whatever now. So being able to, you know, do those, at least for me, I've, I've, it seems the let the the rivalry talks have lessened since you've been able to
1: do that. So if I wanted to do um what Apple calls FaceTime with you, I couldn't. Um, I'd have to have a separate app.
2: F- prior to maybe last three four years, yeah, because so three, there was no other FaceTime. Ch- yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So I would say three four years ago. You may have been able to do it in Hangouts, but okay. you couldn't do it in WhatsApp or whatever. Now you can pretty much video chat from anything, Facebook Messenger or or any of that stuff. So
1: I think I think the main point is that I don't um, use those features enough to care. Like I'm not sitting here like, what's the new, what's the new video chat? <laughs> Video call features like I don't give a fuck. I'm but not, if, calling yeah. And
2: if you don't use them, you, you, you care even less,
1: you know. So, <laughs> all I care about is a familiar operating system and a phone that works like, works in the sense of like it has a decent battery time. It I can and I can use it for whatever I want to, whether I'm on Wi Fi or not. And I can open up Twitter, I can open up Facebook, WhatsApp, Group Me, Messenger, whatever. And everybody who has a Android-based phone can do the same shit. I don't care. It's the same way. It's the same way I look at the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. Like, it's like, why are you so invested? Like, who gives a shit? Like, cheer for your team when they like. Like, will Michigan-Michigan State play each other? If you're a Michigan State fan, cheer for Michigan State. If you're a Michigan fan, cheer for Michigan. Uh,
2: But you know, you know
1: you know, it gets way deeper than that for them. It does, but from my perspective, as somebody who has been a Michigan fan my whole life, if Michigan is playing, uh, no, I'm sorry, if Michigan State is playing Ohio State, I'm not gonna cheer for Ohio State. Like, and that happens. I, I'm too. not gonna cheer for Ohio State. I'm not. But I feel like Michigan State fans will cheer for Ohio State if they're playing Michigan.
2: Oh yeah, it happens. It happens. A and lot. I don't
1: understand that. Like we should, like we can be competitive all year but if the other team is playing ohio state we should band together against ohio state and i feel like michigan state fans don't do that like i i, I don't know why but yeah bro yeah i don't have a vested
2: interest invested interest to that point either because i didn't go to either school i prefer michigan over michigan state but i mean i don't have an interest in either. i don't i didn't go to either so it didn't
1: make a difference how's that rain on your side it's calmed down. So I'm cool with playing the, uh playing the um voicemails now. So I'm going to fire those up. Let me know if you feel like you can't hear it that well. Cuz I know I know on my end it's still raining right now, but it's not crazy, so I should be able to hear it. So let me know if you can't. Hey, what's up? It's Chelsea. Man, I am fucking dying right
3: now, man. I like fuck about
0: like, a foster child who just got placed in a permanent home for the first time. Is this, is this my room? Like, holy shit, dude, you are way too hyped up. This is a whole new level I've never heard before. Yeah, fucking golf is wild. I've only done it a couple times. And it pretty much is just, like, a reason to get faded in the park. Uh, That shit is, like, it's super tight. It's a lot of fun. You should keep doing that. But
3: also, watch out, though, because uh, white guys like to do, like, semi-rapey shit like
2: put jigs on you or like try to grab your balls. So just uh, be aware. <laughs> well well I hope that
1: you didn't weird. inquire any uh rapey uh golf guys. I I barely I I couldn't really hear shit. No, he was oh, like man, the uh, rain
3: pitter pittering on the roof.
2: Well, he was uh, talking about the, the golfing and said it was pretty dope. He was saying, "Just watch out for rapey uh, golf, golf white guys."
1: Rapey? Yeah. Why are they? Why would they
2: rape? He was saying something like stickers, <laughs> like a, a golf, a golf stick near you or some shit, a golf club or something. Oh, <laughs> or okay. Some crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> shit that happens in Cali, I guess.
1: I'm right. I'm like, uh, I have never heard rape and being entered into a golf conversation, but. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was talking to um some people at work today cuz the the work people was the ones who put me on the golf shit. And um, they were like, "Yeah, are, are, have you bought your uh, have you bought your clubs yet?" I'm like, "I haven't." <laughs> My wife is kind of like, "Why would you spend 200 dollars on golf clubs? You ain't going to do that shit." And I'm like, "Actually, I probably would. Like the shit was fun. Like I would do that shit." And I, I actually had that conversation today. Like somebody asked me was like she was like, I go golfing every weekend. Like, you know, me and a couple other uh folks from work, like we go golfing every weekend. Like you can come. I'm like yeah, I, I, I can't go every that. weekend. No, I would, yeah, no, I wouldn't go every weekend. But I'm like, the point is that like my wife is on the side of like, you ain't gonna use that shit at all. And then they're saying like, "Hey, you can come golfing every weekend." And I'm kind of, I'm in the middle. Like, I would use it, but I wouldn't go every weekend. Like, I, I I'd go maybe like, I'm, I'd be cool with going like twice a month. Like, I do that, and I'm shitty at it. So, if I spend two hundred bucks on golf clubs, you know, they, I get my money's worth. <laughs> like I I said, I go. It almost go twice makes you want to get your money's worth, shit. Yeah, I would go. So I'm probably I'm probably gonna do it, just cause I I don't know I think it's fine. I I would do it I I smoked when I went I smoked like four cigars I had like mad drinks I was drunk as fuck at like four in the afternoon like sounds like a good time to me like, I'll do that <laughs> shit all day. That's funny. All right, let me see if I can pull up uh um Jeff shit. Hopefully I can hear it. Uh oh we go.
0: So I didn't even start the new latest episode yet. Um, this has nothing to do with that, just as a as a precursor. Um, this is in regards to a uh, joke that y'all was cracking on a previous episode, and I had a conversation with somebody to remind me about it. The whole shit about unseasoned chicken. I knew it was kind of, sort of, somewhat like a thing. I didn't know this shit was, like, really, really real. I was talking to a good buddy of mine the other day, and like myself, he is, his, his wife is uh, white. So he said the mother-in-law was visiting and was, like, helping cook, and she seasoned the chicken, but only on one side of it. So, like, apparently they was going to, like, bake it up or whatever, and he said, all the stuff that she sees in, she only sees in one side. And like, I couldn't breathe while he was talking to me. I'm laughing so hard. And I go, wait, wait, wait. I looked at him. I was like, you mean the unseasoned chicken shit is real? He said, yeah. My in laws ain't like that. And my wife ain't like that. Like, they, they season the shit. So I thought that it was just like uh, 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 a stereotype that was like, not true-ish. Just, just to be silly. I don't know, Mike. You have to let me know because you got the mixed background. I, I didn't know this shit was real, dog. That unseasoned chicken shit. They really don't do it. That's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know how people eat like that. I, I like. It blew my freaking mind, dog. I had never heard no shit like that before. So yeah, I'm gonna check out the episode hopefully today or something like that. But wow. Unseasoned chicken is a big apparently.
2: I holla at it. So I haven't experienced uh unseasoned white food from people that I know. I have experienced it from like the times I've done crazy potlucks at work or some shit. But I've known some white people that actually cook really good and season really well, so I feel like it's not a, a full stereotype because there are white people that definitely has, you know, seasoning down, but it's not like a, a total thing, but it, it it is true
1: for some, though. I, so he mentioned uh, my <laughs> mixed ethnicity. <laughs> um, my dad uh, was white, so um, he was not a he. He cooked, and he cooked well, but he was not uh, the the chicken purveyor. <laughs> so um, I never, chicken I never, <laughs> <laughs> I never encountered um, poorly seasoned chicken because my mom, black, was the the chicken cooker, and her her uh, her fried chicken was fire. So <laughs> um, I've never had i never had the experience that um, I think that. Uh, when it comes to like, like see like, I've always kind of like assumed that not assumed because I mean it's out there. Like when you see those like tasty videos on Facebook, like you can see motherfuckers like shittily seasoning shit. But mm-hmm. um, as far as as far as my personal experience, I haven't come across it. But I'm I'm comfortable with knowing that it's a thing. And I haven't experienced it because like I said my mom was black. My mom and, and my mom was black and from West Virginia. Like, no, nah, they they fuck with they fuck with fried chicken there, dog. Nah. Like, this should be fire. Nah. So I I haven't had any fried chicken issues, but um, yeah, man. I like when it comes to potlucks, I don't fuck with potlucks at all. Like, I I can't, man. Like, I can't. I I I I, I do not trust other people's. Cooking skills or kitchen uh <laughs> decor. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> I was trying to find a nice way to say it. Yes. But yes, that like 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 I feel like their kitchens are I, I don't trust the quality of their kitchen, put it that way. Um so I don't fuck I don't fuck with potlucks. Um we have potlucks at work, I don't I don't fuck with it. I don't I don't eat nobody else's food. Like I, I, I can't. Because I've just seen too much shit, man. I, I, I can't do it. I, I ain't trying to have no fucking white macaroni and cheese, man. I just can't. I can't do it. I, I don't trust nah, it.
2: It's, it's been some years, but I will say at one of my jobs, we had this one guy, and he was from, I want to say he was from like the Maine, Boston area. Man, mm-hmm. that guy made a seafood chowder that was one of the best shits I ever had. Had shrimp, crab.
1: Lobster and shit in it, man. Best shit ever. But for the most part, yeah, as seafood. far as from New between, England who makes fucking seafood chowder, yeah, I'm I'm trying that all day. Bro,
2: he and he said he brought this big ass, big ass pot in. He said it probably cost him about two hundred bucks to make with all the shit. And it was so worth it, man. I think we end up making shit. a pot just to give him just to reimburse him because it was so fucking good. I mean, that, it, it was good I was about shit. to say that. I was like,
1: man, you kind of got to reimburse a motherfucker who spent two hundred dollars to bring some shit to a potluck. You got to throw some, throw some loot that dude way, man. Oh no, we did. I think we ended up
2: giving him more than what he spent, dog, because it was so fucking good, man. He did it twice, man. That shit was fire, dog. So it's some small cases, but I haven't. My my current job doesn't do potlucks, and I'm okay with that. They just order food, so I'm okay. I'm
1: very much okay with that. Man, they be having potlucks all the time, man. I'm just like, man, I don't want to fuck with that shit. Dog. I can't do it. Uh, Let's see. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up his uh next video. I got to prepare because, like, the rain is still hitting my tent, so it's harder for me to hear. Uh, All right, we good.
0: What up, dude? All right, so I'm finally caught up with all the podcasts and stuff. Um, uh, Let me see. Delvin Cox won, it pretty much went exactly the way I expected that one to go. Uh, typical responses to the same questions, the same thing over and over and over and over, and over, and over again. Um, the thing I didn't expect was uh, Grumpy Otis to actually come out. My nigga, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: i I just want to pause it real quick because i'm like yo like all this really came out the gate like it came with the fire dog like i was just sitting there like yo i got shit to say dog he's out here killing him (laughs) yeah it it
2: was definitely a uh a release all of the tension of the bullshit that we've experienced and had that conversation so definitely was out of the norm but you know had to get my point across
0: That like, like you act like he pissed you off personally. Like, goodness, it was entertaining, but very unexpected. Um, the boys, I don't know if you watched it yet, so I won't say anything as a spoiler, other than finally, somebody depicted laser eyes properly, and I'm sp-
1: I I wanna stop it real quick. where are you at on the boys? I'm not Are you finished. done yet? I'm only,
2: no, I'm like third, fourth episode
1: in, so I'm not finished yet. Okay, hopefully he won't spoil it, but Well he said yeah. he won't go spoil it, so I'm hoping he won't. <laughs> okay, yeah, like the laser eyes, uh what's the name? Home home something? Yeah. Homelander, something like that. I think it's like Homelander, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he do the laser eyes, but yeah, he's he wild. Meme about all
0: rake scenes in movies. Except for the one in that show. That shit was hilarious. Um, people listening don't think I'm a horrible person. If you watched it, you will understand why I said it was hilarious. Shit was hilarious. Um, as far as the Chappelle show went, I mean, I've been listening to everybody talk the whole cancel him thing. You can't. He's too funny. And, <laughs> you, like he said in the thing, you click on him. Like, don't watch it if you don't like it. It's, it's that simple. Um, I did have a question though because Mike you said Joe Guilty Pleasure was like just over the top ridiculous violence and that happens to be one of mine as well I was a big fan of like the wrong term movies and Hills Have Eyes and Hostel. Hostile went a bit far but still like anything that's just ridiculously gory and violent for no particular reason so top five favorite over the top violent movies um and hopefully it's some on the list that I haven't seen, and I'll
1: check them out. Uh, other than that, I'll holler. Peace. So I I, I got to kind of like not apologize, but like I'm not that heavy into them that I can make a top five. Like I, I watch them uh, if I'm already aware of it, but I don't watch any old thing. Cause like with movies I'm, I'm heavy into like most of the time it has to be a good movie. Um, If it's over the top violent, um, I won't know that unless I enter into the movie thinking it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know. Like I can't, I can't, I can't give a top five over the top violent movies just cause like there's probably so many that exist that I haven't seen because most of the time over-the-top violent movies are shitty movies and I don't watch shitty movies. Um, my, I guess, guilty pleasures for, like, um, like kind of violent shit is always, like, for me, like, Rambo has been, like, my uh, benchmark for that kind of shit because I feel like Rambo... Rambo movies have never been, like, fully shitty where I'm just like, oh, this is a horrible movie, but they're always, like, over-the-top violent, which is enough to keep me invested. So I like, I really dig Rambo movies. So like when the Rambo, there's a Rambo movie coming out on the 20th, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see that shit. Like I, I fuck with Rambo movies because they're like insanely violent and they have enough of a story to keep me invested in watching it just to get from one grotesquely violent scene to the next. <laughs> um, that, um, I really like the uh, Expendables franchise. Um, I've watched all the Expendables movies. Um, I like to see that kind of shit. Um And then as far as like over the top violence after that, it's kind of just like, like, like over the top, like horror movies and shit. Like, and I don't like horror either, because like a lot of time you can't get everything that you want in a over the top violent movie. Like if it's if it's crazy violent, everything else is going to be like really, really shitty. Like to the point where I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Yeah, because most of the energy is actually put into the gore of
2: the movie so a lot of times it's that and then it's that only right and that like
1: that's what it's a weird thing because I, I can acknowledge that some of the movies that I like are like that but I kind of already got to get sold on it to uh to watch it so it's like if, if some new shit come out like the, the ones that he mentioned I haven't seen any of the movies he mentioned because like when I look at them I'm like oh that's like a shitty horror movie like, so, like, horror movies are always violent, but they're always so bad in every other respect that I don't watch horror movies. So, it's, like, I need, like, a... I need an action movie franchise that I already kind of respect to a degree that's art. That that's, that's violent. So, like, like I said, it really is, like, Rambo, and, like, I, like I said, I watch The Expendables, and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't really have... Um, a top five? Do you have something like that? Like I only, no, I, I mean, like that.
2: I don't. I can't really say. I, I mean, I thought like, uh, like which one of the Kill Bills had like that crazy ass over the top blood scene and shit? I don't know if that like Kill Bill one or two. Uh, I thought Saw was like over the top with their mess. The Saw series. Oh, I I with the Saw series. Um, yeah. other than that, it's not my. My my forte of movies. I mean, I've saw some that have been dope, but I like like you. I don't really have a a top five of those, but I will say that the boys definitely check that checkmark of gore. They they hit it three
1: or four times. Uh, yeah, the, the boys. The boys is like the perfect example of what I will fuck with. It has a it has a a a solid storyline where I'm invested in what's happening with the characters, and then they throw in ridiculously over-the-top violence. And that that's kind of what I need. But I also need to kind of have it established that the shit is decent to begin with. So, like, uh, for most horror movies, like, horror movies don't have, like, an established franchise already m- most of the time. Obviously, some of them do, like, Saw. But, like, if it's not something that I'm already kind of invested in, I don't, re- I don't really fuck with it uh, new. Like, I don't even know how I... I watched The Expendables because it had so many high-profile actors in it. So I was like, oh, let me see what this is about. I'm like, oh, this is mad violent. I fuck with this. But, like, like Rambo and, like, uh, I can't even say Terminator because, like, I don't, one, Terminator is not the level of violent that Rambo is, for one. No, not at all. And then, for two, the Terminator movies are really bad for the most part. So it, it, yeah, it's hard. I, I don't have over the top violent movies. Now if you wanna recommend some,
2: Jeff. Yes, definitely. I'll, I'm definitely up for recommendations. So
1: Right. I'll I'll definitely watch some. Um, but I just need it to be like I need to be something more than just v- just the violence. Like I need to be kind of like, Oh, this character is interesting or oh, the storyline is interesting and oh shit, uh nigga just got his head chopped off. Like that <laughs> that that's kinda where I need to be at. Um so yeah it's not my it's not my ideal genre, but if they come across if I come across them and they're solid I'll fuck with them but i am just right now I'm just sitting here like yeah when Rambo comes out i'm I'm gonna go see Rambo because I already know niggas are gonna get shot in half like how do you get shot in half <laughs> <laughs> like, like I know that shit's gonna happen in the Rambo movie like it's gonna have such unique fucking violence and I'm already invested in Rambo because Rambo's been around since the eighties. Yeah, you just kind of oh, see it just I'm because. So. I'm going to probably end up seeing it too. So, so. so let me uh, cue up his last one and then we can wrap it up. Um,
0: Not so much feedback, more so just a funny story that happened uh, a couple nights ago. So me and my wife go out Take my efforts, and uh, I was telling her about the post I made where I tagged Mike. Saying that I should start my own modeling agency because of all these people I know with these extracurricularly adorable ass kids. But she hadn't seen it, so she knew who I was talking about. So she knew about the the oldest daughter, Sweetie. She knew who that was. She didn't know about any other ones. So I said, "Baby, you gotta look, so you can see what I'm talking about." So I show her a picture of Sweetie. She's like, "Oh my gosh, she's adorable. She's so cute." So then I show her a picture of the newborn, and she's like, oh, my God, look at her eyes. They're amazing, right? She's in love with the kids already. So then I'm like, they even have a boy who's adorable, just a little bit younger than our son. some, sorry, I don't like people calling my son adorable either. And so <laughs> I flipped through, like, through another picture because it was, like, Instagram, and it was a family picture Dog, my wife turned gay as fuck for, like, ten seconds. She goes, oh, wow, he's, oh, my God, his wife is gorgeous. And I'm like, whoa, for real, babe? Like, just, I just got to pause. Like, dumb. I'm not going to say shit. Nah, I did. I'm just like, um, uh, yeah, babe, they, uh, they're uh, both mixed, like our kids. So, you know, that's just. <laughs> and they got adorable kids. She's like, <laughs> she wasn't even fully off it. She goes, yeah, they kids. Oh, my, I see they go. Oh my God, she is beautiful. Look at her hair. And I'm just like, word. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, dog. I guess my wife might kind of be in love with your
2: wife. Um. So. Well, I like, it might, like, take it how you want to. <laughs> know,
0: like, just, just hands up. Just let you know how. Huh? I down apparently. Work <laughs> your wife my wife gay for a few seconds. So. Other than that, man, um, I'm
1: looking forward to checking out the Herfcast. That bitch is one as fuck, but I'ma still listen to it. And uh I'll holla. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the Herfcast episode, but uh <laughs> I don't know what else to say. White, <laughs> wife gonna be messaging your wife on IG. <laughs>
2: like who's oh, this random white woman?
1: <laughs> yeah i mean hey yeah my wife is smoking hot <laughs> that's funny dude <laughs> She like damn I'm, these kids <laughs> i'm blessed and highly favored
2: damn these kids where that wife at <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well i mean on that note i guess we'll wrap up uh as always, thanks for listening. Uh, hit us up if you have any feedback, uh, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, what up, no podcast at Gmail or our Twitter page at What Up No Podcast. Uh, yeah, we have uh, enjoyed the feedback. Ha. <laughs> concerns, yeah, whatever concerns. We we haven't got any concerns emails before, but that will be interesting. So yeah, but uh, we'll be uh, back next week, same time, same place, and shit.
1: Yep. Peace. Happy nine eleven.
2: Peace.
3: Peace.